welcome back to the Talking Planning Podcast for the fourth episode. My name is Thomas and I am a transport planner and the last few years have taught me quite a lot. The importance of transport planning and urban and regional planning is so crucial to the future of local towns, states and of course Australia. With economic recovery the priority of most state governments right now, the role of planning and transport is more important than ever. Growth in Western Sydney, the 2032 Olympics, a resurgence in regional living, environmental activism and an ageing population are just some of the key considerations that will shape planning and transport into the future around the country. In today's episode, I want to discuss something that's very important to many people at this time of year, university. Being mid to late February, many people are about to embark on their tertiary education journeys, often for the first time, by starting a new course. Whilst I graduated a little while ago, back in December 2019, it's important to recognise that for many, starting university is one of the first steps towards a fulfilling career. So, congratulations on your university offer, and let's start with the first bit of on-campus, or at least virtual campus engagement, orientation week. For many, O-Week has either just been and gone, or is just around the corner and it's your introduction to what the next few years have in store. You'll hear from some of your lecturers who will run through the course structure, will remind you to go to both lectures and tutorials, and maybe they'll invite a few current students along who can also join in and share their experiences. The truth is, some people will walk out of that session inspired, and others may wish that they'd spent the last couple of hours a little bit differently. So, I'm going to provide a condensed Getting Started at Uni for Planners Guide. I'll be honest, my O-Week was a little while ago now. Um, February 2016 to be exact. Thanks for reminding me, I'm feeling a bit old. Um, But there are some things that have never changed. Let's start with that info session. It really is worth heading along to if you can. Having a quick one to two hour sort of session on university basics does make a big difference. And sure, you can find these things on the university websites with very much the same info, but chances are it will actually take longer than that to do. It's also good because it gives you an opportunity to meet some of your lecturers and tutors And you can get a bit of a feel for the people who will be teaching that class. And importantly for you, marking your assignments. So if your O-Week has just been and gone, unfortunately, if you didn't go along, you can't time travel back to it. So if you missed it, buckle up and listen in. One of the big things you will be reminded of is at uni, unlike in high school, you're a lot more responsible for your personal time management. Some lecturers, in fact, will just pop the due dates in the week one lecture slides, and that's every reminder you'll get from them. So make sure that you set aside some time in your calendar, pop in some reminders for upcoming assignments, and block out times for lectures and tutorials, which, yes, you really should go to. I know it can be difficult if you're working, but if you really can block out your class times, It helps a lot, especially for tutorials, which often involve group work. Some courses also formally mark attendance, but even if they don't, lecturers know who is and who isn't attending classes. And put it this way, 
if I was a lecturer who had to prioritize tons of student emails that came in on the night and an assignment was due, it would probably be from the students who were regularly attending that class. Anyway, if you've popped in the effort to watch along this far, chances are you are the sort of person who will also attend classes. So let's get into the other things that university has to offer. Student clubs are a big part of that experience and chances are there will be one related to your uni course and of course almost any other non-educational interest as well. For those of you who don't know, I went to QUT, Queensland University of Technology. QUT has hundreds of different student clubs that represent a very wide range of interests and courses. For example, there is obviously a Planning Students Association, QUT PSA. There are music societies, sports groups, there's even a brewers club, an anime and manga club, a motorsports club, and of course, a plethora of international student clubs. Most are run through or affiliated with the Student Guild, which is a pseudo-political student organisation that helps to manage on-campus activities, advocacy and affairs. Most degrees do have a dedicated society club or association, and they're actually quite a good affordable way to meet students from all years of your degree, develop a bit of a support network of other students, and get a little bit of guidance on how to manage your studies and hopefully a bit of work experience as you advance. Student clubs can also be a really good precursor to joining a professional industry association. As for many students, the cost of those is a little prohibitive and the idea of spending a hundred bucks or more on industry membership can be pretty daunting. Even if it's a far cry from the 700 odd dollars or more that full industry members have to pay. Let's move on to classes. First semester will usually include a range of introductory units that give you a bit of a flavor for the profession and teach pretty basic analysis skills. So if you're completely new to planning, like I was back in 2016, the profession takes some getting used to, so it's definitely worth paying attention to these early on classes. I'll never forget getting my very first assessment back, and I think I managed to get a grade on every single section of the criteria sheet from one to seven. I didn't understand that one, but anyway, that's what happened. So you'll often get a lot of feedback and you'll learn a lot from your first assignment. And even if you don't quite get the result that you wanted, it provides a good chance to evaluate basically how everything that you learnt in high school English should be thrown out the window and is the exact opposite of what your uni lecturer wants. Having figured that out the hard way, the first semester will be a lot easier from then on and hopefully you found a good group of people to work with in assignments because you will probably have many group assignments over the next three or four years. Semester by semester, the difficulty and intensity of work will start to ramp up. And of course, so will the temptation of blowing off some steam at the uni bar. Honestly, that's not the worst decision you could make if you can still keep a level head and balance your uni bar session with your assignments, your part-time food service or retail gig, and life admin, especially if you've moved out of home. Being social is actually an important part of uni and considering there is a good chance that some of your classmates will be your future colleagues, I'd rather get along with them than not. Second year does start to get a bit more serious and the courses do tend to reflect that. 
there is a move away from those foundational subjects into more serious ones like planning law, environmental planning or transport planning. Now these units are very important and while you may not choose to specialise in any area of your career like I did with transport planning, having foundational knowledge across all of these areas is pretty important, especially for strategic planners, development assessment planners and consultants who will on a day-to-day basis work on a combination of both. Speaking of work, in many planning degrees, work experience is mandatory and usually self-sourced. Thus, it's very important to keep an eye out for any advertised work experience and any industry contacts that might be able to help take on a placement student. Come the middle of second year, it's probably a really good time to get used to being comfortable with calling people on the phone, writing introductory emails, and talking to lecturers and tutors about your work placement opportunities. And yes, before you ask, it is pretty likely that it will be an unpaid placement. And whilst there are plenty of opinions on whether unpaid placements should or should not exist, the matter is they are the current industry norm. And with many planning degrees requiring 30 days of work experience, you can probably expect those to be 30 unpaid days. Still, there are occasionally paid placements that do pop up, but as I'm sure you can probably imagine, they are very competitive. The good news is, if you're in first year, you don't have to stress about placements too much yet. If you're in a four-year degree, third year is probably the optimum time to do a work placement if you can line it up to meet with your studies. If you wait until final year, you'll likely have to try and do your placement at the same time as a research project, thesis, or other capstone assessment. Now, I've seen people who've waited until their very final semester to do a placement, and it looked pretty rough, so I really wouldn't recommend it. Conversely, you could try and do your placement earlier, but it's important to have enough of your course knowledge there beforehand. Subject areas like planning law are pretty much non-negotiables, for a successful work experience placement. I mean, at the end of the day, you still need to be able to demonstrate that you'll actually be an assistant asset to their team, as you would if you were going for, say, a formal job interview. During your placement, you might ask yourself questions like, why didn't my course teach me how to prepare a development application? Or why do I still feel so out of my depth? Don't worry, that's normal. There is a good reason that they don't teach too many specifics in a uni degree. And that's because those specifics change. I mean, right in the middle of my planning law unit back in 2017, Queensland introduced a new planning act. And now I work in a different state anyway to which I was taught in. So the processes are pretty different. Placements are a good learning curve though. And for some, they can actually be a start of a longer career with a specific company. But for others, after your 30 working days, you say your goodbyes and continue on your own path. I actually experienced both of those outcomes because I ended up doing two different placements. Sometimes a placement times really well with an organization's need to add another staff member to the team. But if you go into placement with that expectation, it can often lead to disappointment. It's important to get feedback from your placement supervisor as that will really help you with seeking ongoing and paid roles. Now that rounds out the placement experience. So here comes the pointy end of a planning degree, 
your thesis slash research project slash capstone. Many planning degrees, well at least the four-year ones, tend to come with a self-directed research element to them. In conjunction with your research supervisor, you'll usually develop a topic, prepare a research plan, look for data sources, and maybe even conduct some interviews. This results in an introduction to the topic of university ethics. And whilst I must say that's a pretty dry one, it's an important topic and it really feeds into the day-to-day ethics that you should also consider in your line of work. After somewhere between a few weeks and a few months on waiting for approvals and reviewing an ethics application, you should be able to proceed. In the meantime, there are project plans and literature reviews which you can and should be working on, and they do take quite a lot of time and effort, especially if you're working in an area with limited prior research or limited work in an Australian or state-specific context. In addition to your late nights with a thesis, there will still be a number of other classes to work on, and they help provide that final level of information, and hopefully, alongside a work placement, they help you join the dots to provide a basic but satisfactory understanding of the planning system. So now that you're well into your final year, you're probably looking for job opportunities. Unfortunately, if you were looking towards a graduate program, chances are you might have actually already missed the boat. A lot of graduate programs close in March or April, the year before they commence. So if you had your mind in a graduate role in a large firm or one of the larger councils or state government for next year, 2023, you need to get busy with your application well about now. Okay, so I've covered getting started at uni, the middle years, placements, final year projects, and getting into the workforce a little. But what about the big one we all look forward to, graduation? For me, that was December 2019. The day was great. I got to proudly stand on the stage of QPAC and receive my Bachelor of Urban Development, majoring in urban and regional planning with first class honours. And that was pretty special. After the high of a post-graduation family lunch and drinks with some mates, you realise that it's time to settle in and get that graduate career started. I actually had an industry job right up until a few weeks before graduating, but right around then the company decided to change directions and cease its planning works. It was a little disappointing, but I wasn't too worried. But then 2020 hit. We all know how that went, but enough about that. There are two morals to the story if you're in final year now. First, don't forget those planning job applications at a graduate level right about now because they will close fairly soon. And number two, if you, like me, didn't get those graduate applications in at the right time, there are alternatives. You just might need to think a little outside the box. Those two morals were actually a big part of why I initially started Talking Planning and its origins were in that university to workforce transition, which for many who graduated around my time were uncharted waters. For me, those uncharted waters involved moving states, getting my head around the New South Wales planning system, and transitioning into the transport planning space. And it's been an adventure and a half. 
But it was that university degree back in 2016 that kicked it all off. So with that in mind, I wish you all the best, whatever stage of career and life that you are at, from starting a degree, maybe through the middle of it, through work experience, through a thesis, and through to the workforce, or maybe even into further research like I very nearly did. So thank you for joining me and I will see you again soon.